Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials. Here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want, how to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to look at the question of worry. To worry, to not to worry. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there on worrying. You shouldn't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. Because they've learned that worry does actually kind of uh, mess with our immune system. It keeps us from fighting off illness. It actually shortens our life. <laughs> Something to be worried about, I suppose. And so there's a lot of stuff out there that you shouldn't worry. Now, other people are taking that and flipping it and say, no, 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 no. Worry is good because worry keeps you prepared, you know? Something's not going to sneak up on you if you're worried. And if something bad does happen, hey, if you've been worried about it, you're prepared for it. You don't have the big letdown that these, uh, that these optimists and these people who always think everything's going to turn out wonderfully have. And both of those are true. So here's the question. Do we worry? Do we not worry? What if that's the wrong question? What if there's actually a third alternative? There is a quote that I use in my seminars by Albert Einstein that I really love that says, problems cannot be solved at the same level of awareness that created them. What if the alternative to worry is awareness? For those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know that worry comes from a very specific part of the brain. It comes from this brainstem, limbic system, interprets some situation as dangerous or problematic or stressful, throws us into the brainstem and we get worried. And of course, in a fight or flight situation where we need to be worried, that's perfect. But when we get down to that lower brain and we're trying to deal with people or make good, important decisions or create the life we want and we're doing it from this lower brain, we're just not very good at it because this lower brain doesn't create lives very well. It just reacts in a fight or flight way. Awareness, on the other hand, is a neocortex, what I call the top of the mind perspective. It looks at a situation and says, okay, good information. Uh, I didn't get the grade I wanted on that test. Good information. What do I need to do differently? I was late to this particular meeting. Good information. What do I want to do differently? Uh, someone's cheating on me in my relationship. Good information. I thought we didn't do that. So you see, whenever we're willing to look at life, even those challenging aspects of life as good information, we access this clear, confident, creative part of who we are, and we can then deal with situations that didn't turn out the way we want in a much more effective way. Plus, all the time between the, the awareness of the situation and whether we find out whether it's going to turn out one way or another becomes more purposeful, becomes more the way we want to live. I had this experience not too long ago. I was getting a haircut, and the person who was cutting my hair said, Hey, Bill, there's something on your hairline, and it looks bad. You need to have that checked out. Ugh. I've had some issues with skin cancer, so you could just feel the, the cortisol, the adrenaline, the noradrenaline trigger me down to the brainstem. But I said, okay, 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 okay. I'll get it checked out. I called MD Anderson. I'm here in Houston. Great place to check it out. They said, yeah, we can get you in, but it'll be three weeks. So I had three weeks between when I learned that there might be a problem until I found out whether it was going to be a problem or not. So I had to make a decision. Do I worry about this for three weeks? Because there's frankly nothing I can do about it until then. Or do I assume it's going to be okay? And then if I find out it's not, okay, I'll be in the doctor's office. I'll be dealing with it. I'll be in a place where they can tell me what I need to do. 
So I decided I wanted to choose awareness of the potential that it could be just fine and believe that is the case until I found out differently because it colored my life between then and when I actually found out in a way that supported my highest purpose, in a way that I would recommend to someone I love. Martin Seligman, who is a psychologist, past president of the American Psychological Association, calls this concept realistic optimism. And he makes a distinction between realistic optimism and what he calls Pollyanna optimism. So I'm not telling you, <clears throat> just don't worry, be happy. Just imagine everything's going to be fine and it will. Just hold that image in your mind and everything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's make sure we are choosing a way of thinking about life, a way of looking at life that actually informs our experience of life in the moment and projects that into the future. That means until we find out what something is going, whether it's going to work out the way we want or not, we can experience life as if it is. And then if it turns out it isn't, okay, let's look at that and see what we might want to do differently in the future. When we can begin to use awareness, realistic optimism, we engage this clear, confident, creative, compassionate part of who we are. We begin to create our life from the top of the mind. We leave worry for that fight or flight situation where you know somebody's coming at us the wrong way of the freeway. Okay, I need to be worried about that because I need to react in the moment. But when we are creating our life, we want to do this from awareness, not worry. So in my humble opinion, the question isn't whether we should worry or not worry. It's how can we use awareness, realistic optimism, to make decisions about how we live and, and how we are and who we are and how we look at life. Because I think that's what we would teach to someone we love. I hope you're enjoying these videos. If you do, please hit the like button. If you feel your friends could uh, benefit from this, please share it with them. You know how people love it when you like it and share it. If you're not already, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I post one of these every week, so feel free to subscribe, and I would be happy to do that. Or I also post one on Facebook, if you're watching this on Facebook. Bottom line, I like to give you new information every week to help you create the life you want, to access that clear, confident, creative part of who you are by understanding how the brain processes information. If you want me to come to your organization and talk to everybody about how to do this, or if you're a leader within your organization and you want to know how to engage people who are stuck in their brainstem, get them to shift up to that clear, confident, creative part of who they are, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in, and I'd love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, here's to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity, awareness versus worry to every aspect of your life, and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.